Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Welcome to the podcast, Nothing But Net, with Camry Heath, a senior at the Air Force Academy. Camry, thank you so much for being with us. Of course, this is fun. <laughs> Listen, I, I got a chance to watch you play. I got a chance to meet you and spend a little time with you at the Gulf Coast Showcase down in Florida. And uh, I'm, I was mesmerized by how hard you work. Uh, you, must, you must work like that in the classroom, off the court, everything you do, I'm guessing. I, I try. <laughs> you have a really unique background because um, I think anytime anyone chooses to have their collegiate playing career at an Air Force Academy or the Navy or uh, the Citadel or any place like that, it's an extra layer of commitment as an athlete. How do you go about deciding the Air Force Academy is for you? You know, um, I tell people this sometimes. <laughs> when I was going through the recruiting process and I stepped foot on the academy's campus kind of just felt something in me um, you know I felt like here I got to do something a little bit bigger than just you know going to play college sports um, and I got to challenge myself and grow and I knew that you know at the end of it I'd be a better person so I was, I was really happy about my decision. I'm guessing when you go and play D1 basketball at the Air Force Academy, it's not just about basketball. There's got to be some other things. But I do see a, a pure love of the game inside the way you play because you, you do play hard. Um, how do you find that balance? You know, it's when you step down here, uh, when we say classes are up on the hill and then basketball is down, you know, at Clune Arena, which is where we play. Um, when you step into Clune Arena, you're in basketball mode and and when you're up on the hill and there's military stuff to do and academic stuff to do then there's then there's that to do but um it's definitely compartmentalizing a little bit uh yeah I would say I would say that for sure <laughs> well being a d1 athlete is not easy uh there's not um a spot for everyone but there's a spot for you and you're averaging 15 points a game and you're definitely the leader of your team and I see so many different qualities in you watching you play about how much you just love the game. Uh, where does that come from? I mean, I grew up playing basketball. I grew up shooting in my, in my driveway um, until it's too dark to, you know, see the, see the goal. Um, I've always had a love for the game and, you know, if I would be playing for as long as I could if possible, uh, <laughs> but not everyone gets to go pro, especially like WNBA is not like a huge, as big as the NBA, like that type of thing. Um, but yeah, you just, you got to play for as long as you can. You got to love it for as long as you can, even through the hardships. <laughs> right. And it's not easy to do what you do. Uh, what is the day-to-day -day like for you at the Air Force Academy when you're trying to blend uh, some high rigorous academics with some really challenging basketball? Yeah, so usually we have, um, it's like squadron meetings in the morning and those will be at 6.45. Um, and that's not long, it's like 15 minutes. And then classes start at 7.30. Um, 7.30 to noon is when we have classes. And usually athletes will have that whole time filled with classes. Uh, we go to lunch. A lot of times we'll have noon meal. It's marching to lunch. <laughs> um, and then after lunch, there'll sometimes be more squadron meetings and then practice for the rest of the day. 
And then once we get back from practice, we start our homework. <laughs> when you say march into lunch, you're literally talking about formation. Into yeah. Lunch, right? <laughs> what, what is that? Like, we, so for somebody like me, I've never experienced that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so you, uh, you learn to march in basic and you do it throughout your time here. We do parades, we do, you know, noon meal, just um, things like that. It's basically think of yourself in a formation with your squad and, you know, there's the beat, your left, your left foot hits every time of the beats and, and you just are go going on with everybody. It's just, it's kind of fun to see. Yeah, I, I bet it's got great pageantry to it. I'm sure it doesn't <laughs> feel like that if you're doing it every day, but um, cadet squadron 10. Yes. What does that mean? So there's 40 squadrons and I'm in squadron 10. So it's just kind of, those are who I live with. Um, I live with my squad and we do all of our squadron stuff together, all of our military stuff together. Um, they're kind of my, my family up on the hill. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. When you say you do military things, <laughs> I mean, what are you allowed to tell us? Like, what, what, is, what is that? So sometimes we, it's just some training so that that can stem from, you know, a PowerPoint and a lecture, or sometimes we have like these things called Commandant's Day where you're actually like putting on a rock and, you know, rocking around the academy and doing things like land navigation and um, like field care where you're like, you know, um, performing care on like dummies almost, <laughs> putting uh, bandages on them and things like that. Uh, so there's some cool things. We don't do stuff like that all the time, but it is a couple of times a semester. So. You have to simulate all the things and conditions around the world. Like how much do you guys pay attention to what's going on, um, you know, internationally with international politics? Yeah, I mean, it's our job to talk about it. When um, Ukraine and Russia was, was just starting last year, a lot of the times we would get together as squads and be like, this is how this affects us. This is how this is going to shape our military career after the academy. Um, it's just like things like that shape your life, <laughs> especially when you leave the academy. So it's important so to know those things. Before we talk about when you finish the academy, mm -hmm. I want to talk about how the skills that you're learning in the academy apply to being a really good point guard or being a leader. Like what are some of the things that you have pulled from your upbringing in Edmond, Oklahoma, or things from the academy that have allowed you to be such an important leader on the team? In the academy, we call it like a, a leader, leadership laboratory. Um, so they, um, they kind of breed us to be leaders. I've got a bunch of different experiences throughout my time here. I'd say one of the most important ones was this summer I got to be a basic flight commander. So the new class of the class of 2026 came in and I was in charge of 30 of them and their training. So I was in charge of teaching them how to march. I was in charge of teaching them how to do land navigation. I was in charge of making sure they knew mil basic military things. Um, and up on top of all that, like keep them physically prepared. So I was supposed to, you know, put them through push-ups and things like that. And I did that for three weeks straight. And it was like starting at 4 a.m. in the morning to um, when uh, we go to bed at like 9 p.m., which is when we put them to bed. But it, that was definitely a really important experience because it just teaches you what people need to, look, to know and how to prepare um, like people around you to be successful. I'm guessing your STEM scores are off the charts. That's how you get into the academy, right? So 
you know, today little girls are being provided more opportunity than ever before, not just to play sport, but to learn through sport how to have a fulfilling life when your playing days are over. So mm -hmm. it can't be any better example of what you're experiencing every day and what you're doing with your teammates. And, you know, it, it's challenging to do what you do because of the rigorous schedule that you have. When you hear other athletes complaining about how hard it is, um, do you kind of like, do you kind of shrug your, shrug your shoulders and kind of chuckle or, or do you just kind of like bear down and, and just dig deeper because you know you're doing something that's significant? Yeah, sometimes I wonder um, what it'd be like to go through a day in the life some uh, at another school, <laughs> see what that was like. Um, but it's hard to compare because I've never, you know, I've never done it. But uh, I won't judge them <laughs> for thinking their lives are hard. I do think my life can be harder at times. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't change it, uh, not even a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, well, Cameron Heath, the senior uh, cadet. <laughs> at the Air Force Academy, the point guard for the Air Force Academy. Let me ask you about Chris Gobrek, your coach. She's been around a long time. Uh, people that are listening to this podcast know who she is. They know her history and mm -hmm. the many different places that she has coached. Uh, I find her to be quite interesting. I mean, she's very demanding, obviously, but you're used to demanding uh, mm -hmm. personalities and authority in your position. So what, what are some of the things that you've learned from from Coach Gobrek that you apply, that you know that 20 years from now, you might think back and go, that's something Coach, Coach Gobrek would have said. Um, she's big on, on commitment. You know, at the Academy, we're being pulled in so many different ways, but, and she knows that, she's really understanding about it. But she, she sits there and she'll explain to us, hey, you can get in 15 minutes early and get up 30 shots. You can get in 15 minutes early and, and, and look at the plays. You can go over plays with your teammates and things like that. And it's just like, just continuously reminding us that we can do more and don't think that we're already doing our best, you know, just continuously challenging us. Um, and I like that a lot. Um, and she's like, get your teammates in the gym, tell them, Hey, you know, we're going to stay 30 minutes after practice. We're going to, we're going to shoot because gym time is valuable, but doing it together is, is a lot better. Yeah. Those are the things you're going to remember, right. When you're done, mm -hmm. it's not going to be the end result of how many games you won or what you did or didn't do at the end of the season. It's going to be what you did together. Um, let's talk about after the Air Force Academy. Like, what is your responsibility as a graduate of the Air Force Academy? So every graduate will graduate as a second lieutenant in the Air Force. Um, and you owe basically five years back to the Air Force. Um, depending on what your job is, pilots will owe more, maybe like nine years. Um, me, I'm, I'm trying to go to grad school for a year. Um, so that would be another you know, year to my commitment as well. Um, but I, so we got our jobs early this year, seniors did, and I got developmental engineer. So I'll be an engineer in the Air Force <laughs> for five years, if not more. Um, you know, we're gonna take it by year. Hopefully I like the Air Force, I'll stay in. Uh, or if I, you know, doesn't, doesn't fit I mean, my needs at the time, I can always separate after five years, so. And when you say grad school, is that grad, grad school at the Air Force Academy? No, see, we don't offer grad school. There's, there's no more years. Um, but we, they do have a bunch of good relationships with, you know, top schools like Georgia Tech and Purdue and and uh, Rice and Johns Hopkins that I'm trying to apply to, and they're trying to help me out with that. Um, there's also an Air Force wide grad school, kind of. It's uh, called the Air Force Institute of Technology. It's in Ohio, um, and that's anybody in the Air Force can apply to go to that school and, and get their master's. So yeah, that's cool as well. 
explain in layman's terms what your job will be. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, as a developmental engineer, I'll probably be start off doing a lot of paperwork. <laughs> and then um, as I progress, I'll, you know, I'll work on airplanes, I'll work on satellites, I'll work on repairs. Um, Wow. And, you know, the longer you stay in, the more they, they put you in leadership positions. So you'll be a squadron commander after however many years and you'll be a flight commander. And, and you're not really doing your job, but you're leading people that do your job. So kind of cool. <laughs> it's very cool that you make this commitment when you're 17 or 18 years old, yeah. knowing that you're going to have this incredible responsibility and accountability after you finish your time. So why do you choose to play basketball while you're doing all this? Because it sounds like your schedule's just really crazy. You know, it's like you said before, I love the game. <laughs> I'm gonna play it for as long as I can and as hard as I can. Um, and, and it's fun, right? You know, it's fun to compete at the highest level. It's fun to go play against people that are challenging themselves the same way you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're definitely an inspiration, Camry. I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you. And um, I'm really grateful to your service and for your incredible enthusiasm around our game and how hard you play it, because you're definitely serving your teammates to make them better by how hard you play the game. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. It's great to have you on Nothing But Net. That's Camry Heath, a cadet at the Air Force Academy.